0: Hey everybody, Fred from the Ocean Man Sugar Crunch Club in the low fidelity graphics his house and busy using phrases from back when the Sega Saturn was still viable. Well, you know, maybe not viable, but uh, at least on store shelves. But anyway, I'm using my 1997 slang because today we're looking at the puppet combo game Nun Massacre. Now, if you don't know, Puppet Combos is a small team that specializes in short form horror games that are wrapped in the aesthetics of old VHS horror flicks, and graphically and mechanically, they harken back to the PS1 era. So today, we're going to run an experiment and see if we can't catch that, some of that lightning in a bottle and graph their design ethos on our podcast, all the while wrapping ourselves in the nostalgia cloak that makes us nay impervious to criticism. How are we going to do that? Well, we're going to do it by calling back to the sound quality, rambling focus, and double may care attitude of early podcasts, all the while doing the actual recording in a closet. And don't worry, there may or may not be some lost talk. I mean, come on, what is the deal with that smoke monster anyway? Oh, shit. Well, anyway, we've already matched at least one Massacre's overly long intro, so we're already on a roll. Hey everybody, Fred from the Ocean Man Sugar Crunch Club and the low fidelity graphics his ass and busy using phrases from back when the Sega Saturn was still viable. Well, you know, maybe not viable, but uh, at least on store shelves. But anyway, I'm using my 1997 sl- son of a bitch. All right. Hey guys, Fred here again. I guess we had a little bit of a crash and the podcast started over. Uh, sounds about right for an old podcast. I mean, those did used to have to start over all the time because of technical fuck-ups. And, I mean, well, it's in line with uh, Nun Massacre as well because uh, that game does crash basically constantly and I'll at least switch where I played it because, you know, if I'm going to play a pantshittingly scary game, I'm going to do it on the most throwable system that I have access to presently. But, anyway, all right. We'll take another stab at the <laughs> stab at this and... Uh, and keep going. Hey everybody, Fred from the Ocean Man Sugar Crunch Club and the low fidelity graphics, his house! and busy using phrases from back when the Sega Saturn was still... Ooh, can you feel this spooky yet? Fred here, podcast crash again, still nowhere close to how many times Nun Massacre crashed on me, but it's still starting to feel very Nun Massacre-y up in here anyway. Game crashes sure really do creep me out. Oh yeah, and now I suppose this is as good a time as any to tell you that just like Nun Massacre, this podcast features jump scares. And just like with Nun Massacre, if you want to turn off the jump scares and miss the whole fucking point, you can do that with this podcast too, by turning it off. Anyway, we're going to try it again. Third time's charm. So, what is Nun Massacre? I guess you'd have to say it's a stealth survival horror game. Which is really just a fancy way of saying that you're playing hide and seek. With a murder nun. Why? Uh, Because your daughter goes to school at the nun-run boarding school, and she's sick, and you gotta go get her, I guess. But you can't, because of the aforementioned murder nun. Two writers credited for that setup, and let me tell you, the gulf between your expectations based on that description and reality is way wider than you would ever suspect. Now I bet you're thinking, oh yeah, it's gonna be a real serious game of cat and mouse. And yeah, I bet the graphics are, you know, like that because they just went so hard in the paint making the nun such a formidable opponent for me. Nah, you just wander around sparse shitty looking drab series of rooms in first person trying to solve obtuse quote unquote puzzles that boil down to I need the thing, I must go find the thing, then I will use the thing. How perplexing. And sometimes... The nun is there too, so the screen and sound crackle like the tracking of a VHS tape until a jump scare happens, or doesn't if you're a big old pussy or have some sort of condition and you basically just run or die. Oh, and the game will play with the layout of the levels to force you into at least the first puzzle, so for that right there, fuck you game. Look, if you have to cheat on your own level layout to force a player to come to grips with the style of puzzle in your game you've got yourself a bit of a problem. You either have to have the faith that the player will figure it out, which they probably will since they're likely playing it due to a familiarity with the genre and time frame of games that spawn the whole type of puzzle that you're working with, and that's the whole reason they're checking your shit out in the first place, Or, you have to also have faith that if they were able to jump all the other hurdles of appeal involved with actually giving your game a shot, that probably a puzzle of laying a board across something isn't going to be that much of a deterrent. Or do you cheat on the location of a wall in your level and then bang the player over the head with your deceit by making them do it over and over each and every time they play instead of wrapping the tedious sequence in with your already overly long and boring intro an overly long and boring intro that you acknowledged as such by allowing players to skip it each and every time they play i mean whatever As I mentioned, the nun doesn't really stand as any sort of worthwhile opponent to you. She basically just mills about until you run into her, at which point she floats after you. You can hide under beds or fight back, but honestly when I was playing and I'd see her I'd usually just take the L and move on. You get three lives anyway and it restarts you pretty close to where you died. And I didn't find the nun really to be all that scary after the initial shock, so there just wasn't a lot of motivation to continue any sort of encounter with her. And like to the point that the game literally could have just had a timer mechanic that randomly kills you while you play and while you're trying to solve the puzzles and that likely would have been just as intense if not more so for me um, and you you know you'd still get the jump scare out of that too if you're just boom you're dead. Now, I I suppose this does sort of speak to something I found odd about the game. Namely, that when you start up Nun Massacre, it features a list of, I guess, what are tips from the developer as to how to how to enjoy the game properly. They are, one, play alone in the dark. Two, play as if your life is actually at stake. Three, play no more than once a day. Four, be careful in the vents. So, you know, maybe it's possible that I just wasn't bought in enough to the experience to really get the most out of it. But you know, that's horseshit because think about this super Mario brothers. It would be a pretty intense experience. If I got a friend to sit next to me while I played in the dark and he just randomly screamed in my ear and hit the reset button. Well, any game could be tense as shit. If you really wanted to, if you agreed that every time you died, you would punch yourself in the nuts as hard as you could. But apparently we're just all too wild by all of the admittedly well-done VHS horror-style rapper, the old-timey graphics, and really just an infatuation with the developer puppet combo and how they operate their business to really use our fucking noggins on this one. Like, it shouldn't require that much buy-in. It just shouldn't. The game should give you no other opportunity but to buy into the experience. You know, it, it's been really tough for me to draw a beat on Nun Massacre because there's really a lot of it that I don't like. But there is a lot that I also love here. There's a lot to love. The aesthetics, they, they're great. And the sound design is phenomenal. Like, seriously, need to take a little aside here. The sound design is great. And if you're playing this game without headphones, you're making a mistake. And there's also the fact that the game is scary as fuck. Well, okay, it can be. Uh, The first time I saw The Nun, that did get my heart going. It was scary. It scared the fuck out of me. I was playing in the middle of the night, you know, 2 a.m. It scared the shit out of me. So it does truly set out to scare the shit out of you, and it does it. So it truly does what it sets out to do. It's just really going to desire a lot from the player to really kind of get its hooks in you. It's a lot like a late era Cool Keith or Captain Beefheart album. You know, there are still the flashes of brilliance that recall the better works that they're seemingly endlessly trying to recreate. And hell, some of the tracks might even be able to stand toe-to-toe with the best stuff on Trout Mask Replica. But, you know, that's awesome because that is what you came for. But then at other times you're listening to like how a Cool Keys character, Dr. Nagatko, killed Cool Keys. Other character, Dr. Doom with three O's for killing Cool Keys. Other character, Dr. Octagon, the octogynecologist, because they're some kind of kindred spirits or some such shit because his name literally is dr octagon spelled in reverse and then you suddenly have like a post nut style moment of clarity where you're like what the fuck is going on what the fuck is all of this why am i trying to parse this i am a person with bills and the whole games club to run what in the fuck is going on oh shit almost forgot jump scare Hey, bonus review of Murder House, also by a Puppet Combo. Murder House is a game that I bought while high on Nun Massacre's vibes. Having played non Massacre, I won't be playing Murder House. There you go.